Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Even if they let you work remotely, if everyone else is in the office full time, what do you think is going to happen? Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone all around the world where you're listening from. This week's Shoot Your Shot shout out goes to Shanoa. She says, hi, ladies. I just wanted to thank you so much for your podcast. I lost my job recently and have had my days. That's tough. Listening to you both has given me a sense of direction in a world where there is so much conflicting information. Isn't that right? Also a good chuckle when I've not been in the best of spaces. I've nearly finished listening to every single episode. That is just wild. Let me just scroll up. What episode is this? Are we in the 50s now? Yeah, but this is season two. Oh, my God. She is a star. Anyway, she's nearly finished every episode and has utilized all the resources that you've provided. I'll let you know when I get that job and we can't wait to hear about it. Also, this is how great of a listener she is and I love this. She's holding us to account because we totally forgot about this. (laughs) She said, in the interim, I want to start networking on LinkedIn and you mentioned on an episode that you would put together a free template for coffee chat requests. It would be so helpful for me and I'm sure a lot of your other listeners. Either way, I'm so grateful for your content. (laughs) Thank you so much, Shanoa, for reminding us about that. Yes. We'll go back to you so you've got a template and then we'll also make sure that we put that up on our Instagram or up to download because it's just an email, like just a message. I feel like making people download it is too much. I don't know. I kind of just want to put it on a little Instagram post or something, but we'll make sure we put that out there. Yeah. I love that. So there you go. Congratulations on finding us. And being (laughs) super resourceful and being such a good student. And I'm going to give you a couple of weeks. I just know that in a couple of weeks, you're going to be back in our DMs and I'm going to be doing a happy dance for you. I know. And how nice is that, that you can go full circle to be one of the shoot your shot shout out people. And maybe if you're like her listening to all of our episodes, you might hear this shout out right now. And then you might be listening back to an episode later on on the same day and hear the same person's name and she's gotten a job. So... We're crossing our fingers and toes for you, Shanoa. 
If you want results in your interviews or you've got an interview coming up that you're really worried about or you just need someone to bounce ideas off so you can get all your good examples ready, I do one-on-one interview coaching sessions. I have times available at all times of the day, no matter where you are in the world. You can find out all about it at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. And just like Shanoa, if you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you or want to request an episode or template specifically on your situation or industry, slide into our DMs. That's what we're here for. And you could be that person next month. Speaking of, I believe that this episode was based off a listener request. So there you go. You know, we're true to our word. I went through the DMs and saw this and was like, boom, next episode. So without further ado, this week's episode is all about working from home and how to negotiate working from home. If that's something you want, we're going to debunk it, go through it all. Yes. How do you get this as something, if it's really important to you, how do you bring it up? How do you talk about it? How do you go about it? So step one, work out if it's a deal breaker. Is it a need or a want for you? Everyone's different. And are you open to being in the office, but just want a little bit of flexibility at home? Or do you have to be remote? You need to work this out first. Yeah. Do you want to like never be in the office and like fully remote? You don't want to step foot inside the office ever unless they desperately need you. You don't want to ever meet a coworker. (laughs) Or is it a perk that you want? Something that would, you know, be of benefit to you? Or is it a must have where you need two days from home or you won't really consider the job and flexibility, like see how it goes every week is just not what you want. You want something locked in and a regular schedule. So I think this is something you need to go through this process for yourself and understand, is it a deal breaker? Is it a preference? Is it a perk? Where does that sit for you? Because it changes how you go about this job search process and when you bring it up. If it's just something you want as a perk, great. We can tackle that later. If it's something that you want as a deal breaker, you should be talking about it really early on because you don't want to get halfway through the process and realize that you're never going to take that job anyway because they're going to need you in the office. A waste of everyone's time. Exactly. Yeah. And even within that, is it three days from home you want? Is it one day a week? Is it two days from home? Does it have to be a specific day for you that lines up with daycare or other responsibilities or something like that? And you also want to know what everyone else is doing. Good to gauge in the ad or maybe the initial phone screening if they're like, we're a flexible company or if they're like, we expect you in the office every day. You know, that's important to know before you start asking these things. And we've got some tips about how to research that. But I think why this is important, Em, and you might not have thought about this, but even if they let you work remotely, if everyone else is in the office full time, what do you think is going to happen? Jealousy isolating. You'll have FOMO. Yeah. And also like who's going to get promoted? Like, oh, we forgot that Emma exists, right? They haven't got that culture of working remotely, but also, you know, they might change their mind and say, oh, why do you get to work from home? You have to come in now. They might change their mind. It's not a normal everyday part of what they do. So I think this is key to find out not only what you can get out of it and what they're willing to do for you, but also what's the culture, what's the standard, what's everyone else doing? Because if you're different to that, great for you. but you might have some added consequences of that. I personally think if you're looking for promotions, mentorship, those kinds of things. You've got to be in the office. Yeah. And you're in a company that has people coming into the office. That's where you want to be at least some of the time to get some of those opportunities. Out of sight, out of mind, as they say. 
Sadly. Yes. It's a bit different if the company has a full remote culture and they're really used to doing everything that way and everyone else is on your same level. Well, then they're going to promote someone. You know, it's not a disadvantage, but I think that makes a difference. Right. So we've got that out of the way. We've figured out whether it's a need or a want. And if it is a deal breaker for you, for whatever reasons, you want to search on job boards for roles that list their remote or hybrid. There's no point knocking on the door of a regular corporate job and saying, by the way, I'm going to need you to change your whole structure and system to accommodate me. That's not going to work. Waste of time. Exactly. Because if it's a deal breaker for you, I don't even think you should ask the question. If a company is fully remote, they're not going to accidentally not mention it in the job ad. Like they're just not. If they're remote, they're mentioning it. Most job boards these days, LinkedIn, Seek, I'm sure heaps of others allow you to search for these terms and filter out stuff that's not listed by that. Every time I'm posting an ad these days, it's asking, hey, make sure you mention if it's work from home, make sure you mention if it's hybrid. So people are out there putting it in their ads. I would say if you want fully remote, you could have a look at hybrid roles and try and convince them to consider you if you're remote. But I think trying to convince them if they're full-time in the office, that's going to be a very, very hard sell, I think. If they've gone through the whole pandemic and they've completely stuck to their guns that you have to be in the office, I don't know there's much that you're going to be able to do. If a pandemic didn't change their mind... You can't do it. Some saying about a horse and leading it to water and you can't make it drink. (laughs) Also, find out what hybrid means. Do they just mean one day a week? Do they mean hybrid? We let you do whatever you want. You pick, you know. Or Or do they mean you're in the office except if you have a dentist appointment and then we might let you work the morning from home? Yeah, that's not very hybrid, is it? Yeah, but they might say that because they know that people want that flexible. That's what that means. Yes. Or some people work from home, but you will be required to be in the office. You know what I mean? Like you want to know, okay, they say hybrid, you say hybrid. You think, yay, they're hybrid. I'm hybrid. What does that mean? Are you looking for three days at home and they want one? Are you the same hybrid? Yeah. Great. So also you could reach out to companies that list hybrid roles and then make it clear that you're looking for remote. Yes. And if this, remember we're talking about in the context of if this is a deal breaker for you, I would be putting it on my resume at the top. I am a, you know, HR professional looking for a remote role. And I demand to work from home. (laughs) You could put location remote work only, or you could be creative about how you tackle that. I'd put it in your little summary to say, looking for remote roles and make it really clear. Because again, if it's a deal breaker for you, you want to be super upfront about that. And if they're not going to consider that, then you don't want to waste each other's time. If you're not going to consider even hybrid for that role, be super clear about it, put it in your cover letter, all that sort of stuff. Great. So that is for if it's a deal breaker. Now we're going to move on to if it's just a perk, something that you'd like to be able to do sometimes, maybe one day a week, just a little bonus whenever you need it, if you've got something coming up. Or you'd prefer, but you're open to it. Like we said before, you want to ask early on if it's an option. Is it full-time office-based or hybrid? You need to just, we want to be clear. Find out if it's on the table already, you know. This whole conversation is going to be a lot easier for you to do Again, as we said, if that company has some form of hybrid work already going, because otherwise they might need to write a whole policy for you. You might not even be able to have IT access from home. There's so many more things if nobody's ever done hybrid work for them before. I suspect that they figured that out a couple of years ago, but you still want to work out where you stand. 
Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. And also, you can use your interview questions to ask about it if you don't already know. So this is the perfect time at the end of the interview. Any questions? Yeah. What's the working from home situation like? Yes, that's exactly right. So you could ask this in a phone interview over the phone. The first time you chat to a recruiter, hey, is this full-time office base? Is it hybrid? Here's some examples of how you might ask these questions. So you might say, how many of the team are in the office on a given day? I think that's a good one to go, okay, are you hybrid? But like, what's it like in the office? Do, oh, everybody chooses to come in every day. Well, that tells me that even though you're hybrid, you have a culture of guilting people into coming into the office. Do any of your team work from home on a regular basis? That might be a way to phrase it. Or what's your policy on hybrid work? Again, that's kind of if you already knew that they had it, but what does that actually look like? How many days a week? You want to be finding those things out. I don't think you're asking at the interview stage, is it possible for me to work 2.5 days from home and then one day every other week? You're jumping the gun. You don't even have the job yet. Yes. And I don't think you want to set something as structured like that up front just yet. You want to find out what's going on already. Makes it sound like you're not open to negotiation, which you should be. By asking that question, you're making it clear that it's important to you and you can come back to that later to lock something in. So you've got all the information now. It's time to try and formalise it once you've got to the offer stage. They've called you up. Emma, great news. We really loved you. We want to get you in. You've got the job. Let's come in to have a deeper chat about the contract. Great. And then you come in. Here's what I would say back. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to join the team. As I talked to you about in the interview, this role sounds like exactly what I'm looking for. I know in the interview, I asked a little bit about your flexibility and your hybrid. And you said that most of the team do a mix of days from home and from the office. Would it be possible to have a formal work from home arrangement put in place for me? It's something that's really important to me. And I found that I'm much more productive and happier if I can work three days a week from home. Boom. So polite, lovely, perfect. And you may not do that like straight away when they offer you the job. You might want to go back to them with it like later because you might just be a bit caught off guard. You could put that in writing if you wanted. I would definitely just request it, see what the reaction is, try and come up with something that works. What do you think the reaction would be? Give us a mock example of what they might say back so we can prepare accordingly. Because in my head, if they're like, oh, look, we could potentially discuss that at a later date or something, I feel like I'd freak out and be like, they're not going to let me. Yeah. So this is pretty normal. Anyone, including myself, would be pretty hesitant to put this in your contract. By all means, ask for that. If they're willing to put it in your contract, amazing. Great. But they might be more willing to put it in an offer or in a letter that's not your actual contract. And it will probably have some kind of wording around it to say something like, this letter is to confirm that you will work three days from home and two days in the office. This arrangement 
will be reviewed at any time based on the needs of the business. Something like that. But don't worry about that. They say that all the time for everything. My contract says, oh, and if we accidentally tell you that you need to move to Tasmania tomorrow, you have to. All contracts put that in there to cover their ass. So don't worry about it. You've got other protections if they did something like that with moving to Tasmania or moving states or something. <laughs> I made that up, by the way. My contract doesn't say that. But the reason they do that is because if something changed and that role had to be in the office, they don't want to have to make you redundant or get rid of your role in order to change that for you if you don't agree. So by putting something in writing, I would push for that if you can, even if it's just an email from your new boss to confirm something in writing that you can go back to because it is kind of easy for something to be discussed in the interview. You then go through your notice period. It's four or five weeks later. You've started you know, you're onboarding in your new job. Maybe you are in the office five days a week for the first few weeks while you're learning things. And then you get to week three and go, right, so about my work from home schedule. And they're like, oh, what about we just do Wednesdays to begin with? And you're like, oh my God, that's the reason I took this job is because it was work from home. So I think you want to agree what that schedule looks like for you upfront. Get it in writing if you can. If they are happy to do it verbally and not in writing, I would email them. Hey, Emma, just confirming that we just discussed. I'd be really grateful if we can look at implementing a two-day work from home for me on Wednesdays and Fridays to work with my schedule. Obviously happy to review this if there are any issues. Again, just accept the fact that they're going to want some kind of clause in there that if it goes wrong, you're going to have to talk about it. If you're not doing your work and nobody can reach you and something's gone wrong or you're not performing or whatever, this will be the first thing that they look at reviewing that's okay. Don't worry about that. That's pretty normal, but try and get something in writing. I would say I saw this whole, um, I think it was a Twitter back and forth. You probably come across this M on Instagram or Facebook or something. The job advertisement might've been written by someone else in the team said in the office as required. <laughs> Turns out that as required meant four days a week. <laughs> As required to me means like you're at home and unless you've got a meeting that you have to be in for. Unless there's an office demand, yeah. <laughs> the manager was like, yeah, well, I require you to be in the office four days a week. I was like, that's so awful. Again, clarify, what do they mean by that? What is as required? How often is that? These are all questions you want to be making sure that you ask if this is important to you. And if they're a little hesitant you could suggest a trial period if they're not fully on board, especially because you're new. So they might have concerns about if you'll be one of those people that really work well from home or, yeah, that are trying to be offline and unavailable and out walking their dog all day. So considering you're new, be like, you know, maybe we could just trial it for a month and, you know, we can check back in then to ensure you're happy with my productivity levels or something that just shows that you're like aware that they need their needs met as well and you're not just here to think about you. I think raising this at the job offer stage is your best bet. They want you to come on board. This is really common for people to be asking for. You have the power once someone's offered you the job. You do. They really want you, particularly if you're going for a specialised role or a really important role. Em, I do have to say, we did have someone asked over the phone about a receptionist job if they could work from home. Now, look, reception might be different in lots of different places, but... A very particular feature of this job. <laughs> that is an in-person <laughs> first point of contact is reception. Yes, is that you had to take packages, greet people at the door. You're the only person in the job. So there's no one else that can do that if you're not there. So you have to be there. So you need to pick and choose, I guess, where you're mentioning this. You can't work from home in hospitality. 
Yes, exactly. But in the modern world, your job offer is the best opportunity for you to be asking things like this. Try and get them to lock it in. I think if it means more to you than salary because you're going to be saving money without commuting and parking and all that kind of stuff, get them to lock it in. It's cheaper for them to be able to do for you rather than giving you extra money. Cool. There you have it. We've just answered the age-old question, how to negotiate working from home in a job search. Reach out if you've got any questions or if you have any issues with it. I'd love to hear how it went. How many days are you going to end up working from home? Woohoo! Do you wish you could work from home, Em? Yes. And at the moment, everyone in my work can work from home now. They've changed policy and it's just me and Marge, the other on-air guy in the afternoon. And we just look at each other and are like, lucky we get along. We're all we have to <laughs> talk just to. Huge. It's just so grim. But then when I actually think about it, I'm like, would I like it? I think it's a novelty as in, you know, one day a week would be great. You can sort of put on a load of washing on your lunch break, you know, have a cup of tea outside. That's lovely. But I think every day I would go insane. Like I love the workplace culture. And I think even though I think I mainly just have FOMO because I can't have it, but if it was a genuine <laughs> option, I don't think I'd thrive. You've got Stockholm syndrome because yeah, I do. you can't work from home. So you pretend that you like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one day a week works really well for me. That might sound like not that much, but that one day a week's really important. If I went for a job and they were like, it's full time in the office, you can't work from home, that would really put me off actually. That one day or just the option to have a day or option to do two days or whatever makes a huge difference. My life runs more smoothly when I can like get my groceries delivered on that day or, you know. Yeah, life admin. Yeah, go for a walk in the middle of the day. Duck out to the post office oh, because I know. the post office is incompatible with regular people's working lives. <laughs> I don't know if overseas listeners, if this is the same, but in Australia there's literally a skit we should put it out in our show notes from Milligram. You know her. She's yeah. the best. She's like, they deliver a package. Oh, no one was home, so we're going to take it to the post office. Oh, okay, I'll just collect it from the post office. When can I do that? I'll come after work. Nope, we're not open after work. Okay, I'll come on Saturday. Uh, we're only open till 10 and there's huge lines yeah. out the door because everyone has the same idea. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll come next week. Oh, you have to pick it up within 10 days or it's getting shipped back. It's just exactly relentless. Yeah. You have to go in the morning. That's the secret. They're open in the mornings, 7 a.m., they open yeah. parcel collection only. I'm not awake for that 7am collecting. I know. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we just said we were going to end the episode and then we proceeded to talk more. So we'll leave it there. We'll be back in your ears next week. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify or better yet, tell someone about the show or write us a really awesome review. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.